On this episode of the AIE Podcast... The Kickstarter has kickstarted. Final Fantasy is finally official. Wiki, wiki, wiki! Meetups galore. And we talk about hoots about spreadsheets in space! All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 165, The Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California. This is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. So, hey, we have a guest this week. Yay! Yeah! So, how has it been going, Zod, in the past week for you? Oh, man, I've been having an absolute blast. I know I said last week I was being totally, I was loving running around TI and going in. I went even one better this week. I got to jump in with a raid team called Furt, uh, an amazing group of people. <laughs> Uh, that's her name, Furt. Uh, no, I, I actually made, I easily uh, made believe it up, that. So. We believe you. <laughs> I actually made up the name, and they liked it, so we went with it. And I got to run a couple bosses in whatever the new zones are. I forget the name. The Siege of, the first Siege of Ogmar zones. We got the first two bosses down, working on the third. Had an absolute blast. But unfortunately, we are kind of short on healers, and we have plenty of hunters. I was like hunter number seven out of Shocker. ten people in the raid. So... So I'm going to uh, put my hunter up a little bit, grab my, my my healing monk, and see if I can figure out how to monk heal. Looks rather challenging. And unfortunately, I'm doing that tonight, so i got to learn really quickly. So we have to end on time because I have to go study. <laughs> so otherwise, having an absolute blast. Aludra, how about you? Well, we cleared the first wing of uh, the flex rating mode on my team, Noogie Knights. Oh, Just, nice. We got the shot down and everything, and it was really great. It was a night I didn't think I'd be able to make it, and I made it for the last couple of attempts, and then it went down. So you know they so were really, all really glad. Yeah. Of course, yeah. You just <laughs> need to wait for me. <laughs> and I just got my legendary meta gem, which is awesome. It's what you put into your hat, and it's a it's a legendary item. And yeah, legendary it's really meta cool. gem. So are the are yeah. the are the effects like improved over a standard meta gem or? Uh, yeah, substantially. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're really shiny and nice. Uh, I think I get like a bonus to haste, like on random spell procs and stuff. And oh, cool! How does one crazy get stuff. You you follow the legendary quest line and you keep going and you don't switch tunes midway. I can't do that. Zod's <laughs> really bad at that. Four months. It takes four months to do the legendary quest line. I'm not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> well, I've been doing it since the start, so I've just been very slow at it. But I, I got it thanks to some guildies. Six level ninety six. I'm not doing it. I have three. I don't want to hear it because that's half as many as you. But <laughs> <laughs> that's only what twelve years something like that. I forgot one. Yeah, I don't uh, know. To um, answer Lank in the chat room, which we'll hear in a little while, I don't believe Zod is drinking a Zima. That's. Uh, we would no. have to kick him off the show if he was drinking a Zima. That just would not stand. <laughs> I don't like Zima. I don't hold with it, Bob. <laughs> Not a big fan. It tastes like marshmallow puke, but um, Ew. some people like it. So that is what I'm drinking. I won't name names because they're not paying us to sponsor them. So 
You have to be on All the video right. to watch it. <laughs> what about you, Gomez? What have you been up to? I have worked games? 35 hours in the past three days, so not a lot of know. gaming to be had. <laughs> yeah, it's no. uh, it's it's not My been sweeper? a real. F- not been a real fun week for me, um, but I I have been uh, on the weekend. I was able to play a lot of the uh, Rain Slick Four that uh, the Penny mm. Arcade game on uh, on Steam. So it's it is really fun. But they're starting to have like it's basically a Pokemon sort of thing. Like you don't actually fight; you get things to fight for you. And I now have like seven, and I only need four. And it's like what what is the benefit of having this one versus this one? So thankfully they all level up all the time. So Gee, you, I wouldn't know any game like that at all. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, even if you don't have them in your active roster, they yeah. still gain experience. So yeah, that's what I like about those ones. That's at least really helpful that you can see, Oh, they got a new ability. I should check out this ability and see what's going on. But I, I'm hoping that next week will prove to have a lot more gaming time in it. Cause this one did not. Um, but it, I've been having a, a good time with, uh, with steam. I've been, uh, more active there than I have been in other games simply because, oh, look, you can sit down and play for 20, 25 minutes. Whereas a lot mm-hmm. of the other games, you can't really do that. So it's it's really good to have the Bet bite-sized battles. gaming. And, uh, yeah. you know, I've been playing Post-tone. Pixel People, but that's not really a... Well, it would be a social experience if I was on Facebook, but I'm not on Facebook, so it's not really a social what? experience. So, well, what? I just, you're like a social outcast. I am. I might as well be a pariah in the middle of the <laughs> woods. Like, it's just, yeah, not just no, I no desire to be on the I, I'm face. the same way. I, I, I get on Facebook to play the games, honestly, but that's all I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand that. So this week we are joined by special guest Hoots, who's here to talk to us Hoots. about a, it's hard to not say Hoots, who's here to talk to us Hootie. about AIE in Eve. Uh, welcome, Hoots. What have you been up to since we hoots, last talked hoots, other than, hoots, hoots. wow, some stuff has been going on, but get into that later. But uh, you know what? Besides that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, aside from Eve and everything that's been happening in the Eve universe, a little game came out called Empire Rome 2 Total War. Or Total oh, War no. Rome 2. <laughs> and... So here's the thing. I I took like a freshman ancient history class way back when I was in college getting a liberal arts degree. And the reason I remember and passed every single map quiz that was given in that test was because of, and basically the test was, you have a map of Europe and of you need to point out and name the cities in ancient Europe um, on this map. And I'm pretty certain I got like 100% on all of those tests. Thanks to Rome Total War 1. See, video games so, are good for you. They yes, really they are. are. Oh, man. So I have been... I'm through my second campaign now, attempting this time to dominate the world as the Carthaginians because nice. war elephants are amazing. Now, is it you that's, I, I'm not quoting out of turn here, but is it you that's a jerk in civilization? Was it Stu so, that was maybe uh, throwing some disparaging comments towards you? <laughs> I wouldn't say so much as much of a jerk as someone who likes to, I don't know, take when? advantage of all my opportunities, right? Oh, so there, okay. <laughs> there may have been a circumstance where I was playing a co-op game of Civilization with, with Stu and uh, Vale Geek and Corley, other members of the community, and I started right next to Stupid Genius, and I was playing... 
England, some non-militaristic uh, faction, and he had the Assyrians or some really aggressive militaristic civilization. So I kind of thought to myself, well, so the one way this is going to go down. <laughs> hey, and Stu, come right on away, over. <laughs> So here's the thing. We started in the industrial era because we were just kind of playing a pickup game and we're like, yeah, hey, let's start in the industrial era. So the two of us just started building a bunch of pikemen and pretty quickly the borders of our civilization became this cold war of just pikemen across like the border. And at that point, we're all kind of being a little bit um, conniving and messaging one another back and forth. And I messaged Stu alone saying, all right, Stu. This is going to take up a lot of our resources. Why don't we back down, de-escalate, work together for a little bit, and, and maybe maybe we can deal with this situation later. And Stu, nicest guy ever. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I pretty much built all, the musket, I built all the musket men ever and just flooded his civilization. It was pretty great. I did that this weekend, but not to Stu. I did it to the computer. Yeah, see, that's acceptable. Yeah. And also, see, to me, Stu just misunderstood because you were like, let's back down with pikemen. <laughs> and then so I was like, oh, well, these aren't pikemen. Yeah. These are clearly musket men. So that's not the same at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, I not the same thing at all. Okay, well, cool. Oh, uh, so we will be digging into Eve shortly, but first we will cover this week's news. A.I.E. News. We have a new Guildy of the Moment. Hooray! Everyone give three cheers to M Mutang? Yeah, I think. Mutang? Mutang. 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 That's what Mutang. the astronauts took with them to the moon, right? Ah, I think so. <laughs> he Powdered is a milk? nomination Mutang? from a fellow Guilty who wrote in to tell us this. Good morning, officers. I wanted to throw a quick shout-out to a fellow Guilty named Mutang. He's a torn hunter in Audacia who provided a good half hour worth of free IT help for me this morning. Wow. <laughs> I'm a big believer in positive feedback for people that do the right thing, and this guy went above and beyond. Just wanted to let you all know, thanks for keeping the best guild on the planet in good order. That's cool. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta say wow. that is really impressive because you know I work in the IT field myself, and anytime mm -hmm. someone says, "Can you help me fix my computer?" I mean, I'm glad to, but internally I just go, "Oh!" And to try to <laughs> yeah. do that over a chat client. I know, I know. The, that's the, why the I said, wow. "Wow!" That is, yeah, Ooh, exactly. That's why. That's why I said, "Wow!" I mean, oh, that could not have been easy or fun, especially when you can't see the problem. Right. Oh yeah. And, say, click on that. Click on that. It's like, do you see that icon? It's kind of blue with little squiggly lines down mm -hmm. there by the clock. No, no, but no, by the clock. No, no, down to the so, right. To the, to so, the, it's down so, there. Yeah. So save your emails, but I, I think that Mutang should be sainted when he passes on. <laughs> I, it's, I, I'm, I'm not sure, saying, Mutang. I'm not trying to make a disparaging, you know, Catholic remark. I'm just saying the fact that he was in a game and someone needed IT help and he didn't immediately mm -hmm. log out and run away. It speaks volumes to the quality of this guild member. So kudos, yes, it does. kudos, Mutang. Yes, and thanks for letting us know about him, um, Brick Squad. And if you know somebody who exemplifies the AIE spirit, please let us know at officers at AIE-guild.org. It's here! The Kickstarter for the AIE BlizzCon <gasps> Guild Hall is active right now! Right now! Oh my gosh! 
Yes, we've. Uh, this will prove to be a big, huge, smashing event, and so we're we're hoping to do both our podcast and the instance. Of course, if there's enough time, we're gonna have to bump the instance. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, we're we're a little more important. <laughs> we have more followers. <laughs> Help contribute and make this happen. Uh, we're already almost at 25% of our goal within just a few hours of of opening the Kickstarter. And I can tell you, there are already two people who have uh, backed the project at the highest level, which is like $175 each, uh, which cow. is awesome. Now, there are some great rewards for uh, backing the project, including uh, swag bags. There's T-shirts with Scott Johnson original art on them. There's even a chance to run a WoW raid with a group of uh, guild officers or play a game of Cards Against Humanity with Scott Johnson himself, which is going to have to be hilarious. I hope that's recorded because that's going to be amazing. He's going to be so embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we're, actually, we're actually up to a higher percentage now. Ooh, where are we at now? Oh. Uh, 29%. In. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so, Aaron, so like two hours ago, I was like, oh, 25%, that'll be fine. Because we were a little under yeah. that, but I didn't realize we were going to mm-hmm. shoot over that. So, you know, kudos. Remember, good job. This yeah, is nice only work, this is only a 15 day Kickstarter. It's not like a full month like most. So if you want to get in there, snag up some of the prizes and help back the amazing event that is the BlizzCon AAE Guild Hall, do it now. So that's me being a huge nerd and having that actual sound that I purchased on a CD. But I just wanted to say the the host of games that AIE has ventured into has gotten bigger. And this week, Final Fantasy okay. has entered the settlement phase and is AIE official, which means we have Umami support. And there's a whole bunch of information about this that you should really go to the forums and check out. Um, I I think the guild size is relatively limited for so for starters I think we're doing one character per person but that is that that is me purely conjecture so check the forums for all of the details they are there. Okay, now for those of us who don't really know what Final Fantasy is except a cartoon that never ends, regardless of the name. A game, uh, not a cartoon. We are actually having the Final Fantasy team on this podcast. When, Aludra? Oh, they are right here on the upcoming list. They are on October 17th. October 17th. All right. So if you don't know what Final Fantasy is, make sure you tune in October 17th, and we are going to talk to them. What ouch? Did you... No, we actually updated it. Ouch, that's Uh, my job. No, no, what I meant to say is we don't, we being the royal, we don't actually read our website. (laughs) Well, Zod doesn't. The rest of us do. Okay, the rest of us do. (laughs) It's right there next to the chat room. It's next to the chat room. You have no excuse. Oh, I do. I'm using an IRC client this time, so I actually have a real chat program, so I'm not looking at the webpage. Okay. That's cool then. Aludra, All right. <laughs> I noticed that just now. Thank you. <laughs> Those of you in AIE World of Warcraft and are interested in how we're doing raid-wise will definitely want to check out our raid team summary and raid progression wiki pages, which lists the raid teams in AIE WoW and how far they've progressed. We have some great raiding posts in the forums, but digging through the forums to see how many raid teams we have or how they're doing is just not very efficient and can be kind of boring. Let's be honest. <laughs> that kind of information is perfect for our wiki. Rowena. Rona? Rona? Sorry. 
Rona. Rona. Yes. Yeah. Sorry that, about day. that. It is not my day for game names. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Has made several changes to the raid team summary page, trying to get as many of the raiding teams that were already there updated, and adding ones that weren't. And it, and the raid progression page is showing if looks could kill is far, far in the lead, downing Iron Juggernaut at the gates of retribution. The wiki is open for all AIE members to edit, so if your team isn't up there, you can go ahead and add them. And I was just in the wiki and noticed that we have a visual editor. Uh, what you see is that, what you get type thing. Um, that's the next story. Oh. <laughs> then, ha. Professional. And yes, it is now even grade, easier. <laughs> yes, totally. Stig Can has we... updated the wiki to use a graphical editor, which Aludra was just referring to. Aludra was just alluding oh, to. Oh, stop. Uh, Aludra alludes. <laughs> yep. And it makes the editing the wiki just like editing a forum post. It's nice mm -hmm. and simple, easy to format. So there's no more learn having to learn wiki uh, mumbo-jumbo code to figure out how to make a good-looking page. So there's no excuse for not jumping in and updating our wiki. So just go to wiki dot aie dash guild dot org and sign in with your umami username and password there's room for every game and every topic so if you don't see something you should you think should be there you can put it there yep so Start the nice thing your thunder. no the, problem the nice thing about uh <laughs> moving everything uh to umami and a, un and a united database is you don't have to apply for an account if you have an mm -hmm. umami account you have a wiki account so that's been very handy for us not having to keep track of separate things. So if you already have an Umami login, just use that same information and that will get you into the wiki. Totally well. So speaking of raiding, for those of you on any raid team in any AIE game, don't forget Six is looking to hear what you've done so he can add it into the raid wrap-up segment he produces for this podcast. The last episode, he was kind of sad because he only had four entries. We know there's a ton of people raiding now, and he makes a really good segment, so let's get more entries more in. More. So send all of the details to your latest accomplishment to him at aieraidwrapup at gmail.com, and you'll get to hear your raid team on the segment. As a note, this is not just WoW. This is any game that mm -hmm. we're a part of, and send your information. Be sure to include a couple details about what's going on because it's entirely possible Six does not play all of the games. So if you're if you yeah. use an abbreviation for something, he might not know bet. what you mean. So that's you know just mm -hmm. be aware of that. Meetups. There are tons of new ones. Those party people in Phoenix still have their thread up in the forums, and it looks like the folks in Colorado are also getting in on the action. All this while new meetups are being added to the meetup.com site all the time. Don't let the fun only happen in game, guys. Plan a meetup. Yes. It's really easy and super fun. We are a community in game and out of game, so if there's people around you, and I know there are, well, unless you live in, like, I don't know, Hawaii or Alaska or, or Russia or something. Or, or Alabama, <laughs> apparently. There's like three of us in the entire state. Uh, I want to move to Phoenix because that's where the party is. Phoenix yeah. and Los Angeles. Those two places are awesome. Okay, finally, last up, the Pass That fundraiser for the AIE events and costs is doing uh, generally pretty well. We're just under 50% of our goal, which again, a reminder, this is a fundraiser to help pay for all the hosting and support and meetup.com and mobile server, event server, and you name it, all the expenses that go into running a guild our size, which again is the largest WoW guild in the world, now expanding to all these other games, which we're going to totally take over. Definitely some expenses involved there, so uh, we'd like to stop paying them out of pocket, which we actually have had several very nice people uh, pay out of pocket for most of our services for quite some time. Uh, Stig, for one, has been doing it forever. 
We'd like to help pay them back and start paying our own way going forward. We need your help. Uh, please find the Pass the Hat donation link in our forums. And, you know, just contribute a buck or two. Whatever you can do to throw in to help out, that helps us pay for our bills and keep bringing you fine quality program like this. I suddenly feel like we're doing NPR. <laughs> so if you don't donate, we're going to keep asking every single Dude, week until you do. We are Got going it? to show Are You Being Served for the next 62 hours if you do not <laughs> donate. I actually like that show, too. I do, too. It's super amusing. But I just, that, that is the quintessential, like, NPR, we're going to do a thing show for yeah. me. Yeah. So, the Pass Hat fundraiser goes until the end of the year, so don't worry. It's not a big rush. If you need to contribute to the Kickstarter for the Guildhall first because you're going to go there, that's fine. You can catch the Pass Hat one, you know, next month. That's fine. Because Gomez want to get paid. No, I'm kidding. The, the money is not going to me. I have established this is a very expensive and fun hobby for me. So it is to reimburse things that have already happened and and mm -hmm. things Future like hosting pop. and all of that stuff going yeah. forward and we yeah, want to what's that contrary to popular opinion the officers in AIE do not make a dime in fact it's quite the opposite <laughs> one of the yeah. uh, and one of the considerations we take when we ask somebody if they want to be an officer we're like well, let's take a look at their bank account you know yeah story where steve martin wanted to go to the restaurant <laughs> and the guy's like you need to bring your bank statement with you and <laughs> So no. our podcast spotlight for the week, this evening we'd like to give a shout out to Alakaz, Al the Mage, I think you know him, Ludra, somehow, and, and Lita, host of the Geektopia, I'm assuming that's what that means, not Geektopia. So if you couldn't guess, Geektopia is about all things geeky, including topics like Games of Thrones, Old School Gaming, The Phoenix Comic Con, and Doctor Who. They record bi-weekly Saturday nights, usually at 7 p.m. Pacific. You can catch them... Wait a second. Aren't most of them in Phoenix? Shouldn't they be in, yes. like in Mountain Time? Or I have no idea what Phoenix actually yeah. is. So. I don't know why they picked Pacific. Uh, whatever. I mean, I'm in Pacific. So that's easy for me. So you yeah. can catch them at Twitch TV or sorry, twitch.tv slash Geektopia show or follow the show at Geektopia on Twitter. If you're a member of the AIE community and host a podcast, we want to tell people about it. Email us your podcast details at podcast at AIE-guild.org. Make sure and let us know if your podcast is not family friendly. We will still talk about it, but we want to give that information up front so we don't like, hey, listen to this with your four-year-old. And then, you know, some... You know, bombs it's are dropped that we don't really yeah, that want be... that to happen. So, so with that, uh, we want to bring out Hoots because nothing's been going on in Eve with AIE Not at all thing. in the past. So no. it's be a really short show. <laughs> okay, no. one quick interruption. Uh, Geektopia is at Geektopia Show on Twitter. Just. That was my fault. I just realized, I was like, that's not what I saw when I looked up their Twitter handle. Okay, so at Geektopia Show. <laughs> At Follow them. You got it? Okay. Follow them. So, Follow Hoots, them. what the heck has happened in Eve in the past two weeks? Heavens. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. So, I haven't been on the podcast for, I think, about... I skipped last month, so it's been mm -hmm. June since I've last spoken with everyone. And when I last spoke with everyone, there was a big fountain war that was happening. The CFC, Goon Swarm, those big nasty bullies from up north, they were coming down to kick us out of our home. And they did. They successfully <laughs> Aww, yeah, yeah. kicked us out of our homes. We... So not only did they kick us out of Fountain, but a couple weeks later it was kind of announced that our other home, just south of Fountain, called Delve, um, that we were leaving. 
because basically the CFC was going to come in and say, yeah, we want to take that too. And we pretty much burned out anyone who was leading fleets at that point from alarm clocking. So we were kind of going, you know what? We can't fight this war. We need to leave. So we lost (laughs) and lost badly. So, oh, and ladies and gentlemen, he's using the words CFC. The last word is coalition. You can imagine what the first two words are. We can't say that on this podcast. It is not a family-friendly coalition name. I say we get a coop team out of WoW, we jump into Eve, and we take care of them. It takes us three months to do anything. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, so again, Goonswarm now owns like all sorts of space. They even they even recently took a region called Pure Blind. And for those of you who follow me on Twitter, I came up with the joke, wow, Goonswarm, they took Pure Blind. I didn't see that oh. coming. No. Oh. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna have to kick you off the podcast. That's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, just, just for, for my uh, my love of uh, actual like lame jokes. Uh, so we we uh, we evacuated. Uh, first, we moved to a region of space called Solaria. Uh, we which because it's difficult for people to pronounce, and because it is kind of in the backwater of space, and no one goes there, and it's a really poor region. The entire alliance started taking up to calling it Somalia. Wow. Um, and then, well, right, yeah. That's fair. I would have thought, yeah. Um, just that's because random. Was, well, and there were, like, all incredibly really hostile Russian folk who um, didn't want us moving in and, and were uh, basically dropping their really expensive ships on people at any opportunity. Uh, then a few weeks later, we decided, yeah, this region of space probably isn't the best. And we finally have settled down a little bit in a region on the whole other side of space called Curse, which is a nice, calm region of NPC space. Except, wait, it's not calm because everyone has shown up to say hi and, like, say, hey, test, you're homeless now. Let's hi. camp you into your system. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hi. And by hi, I mean, like, bringing out 50-man fleets and... Okay, now, wait a minute. How big is the test, test Alliance? Isn't it huge? Test Alliance used to be the largest alliance in the game. And then we lost our space, and everyone who was a member of Test Alliance and, you know, a member because, hey, we have all this space, pretty much left. So now oh. we are the second largest alliance in space. I think we've gone from about 11,000 members down to about 6,000 members. So Like Cleveland Indians fans, I get it. it. Exactly, yep. We took quite a beating in terms of uh, people leaving and uh, and just, there's been, EVE Online is a game that is absolutely filled with drama of of all sorts good sorts of drama and and bad sorts of like trolley forum drama so so some of those people i'm actually kind of glad are gone because they weren't friendly to people um that's i have and i i put a link in kind of our internal show notes um and i can kind of tweet it out or we can link it however you want but there no, is that, that'll be posted Perfect. There is an absolutely wonderful retrospective on the Fountain War that 
is literally like Barbara Tuckman novel length. It's fantastic wow. and a great read and, and even good for like people that don't know a whole lot about Eve, but like reading about kind of how those player politics and player dynamics work. Uh, that kind of gives you the backdrop of why the Fountain War happened, what happened during the war, and how it ended, why it ended. Yeah, I'm doing a, a screenshot now for the uh, video viewers yep. of the, uh, the post. Man, that that's some reading there. Yeah, it is. I don't see a single spreadsheet though, so I'm a little worried. <laughs> there is. Yeah, I see the system map, and I think I might have saw a graph, which is very probably pulled from a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, so that's true. That, Graphs have that, their that roots will, in spreadsheets. Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Yep. The next thing, so what AIE in particular has been doing? Most recently, because we've moved twice now, it's been a quiet recuperating period uh, so that we're not all like roving around like at 3 a.m. fleets. It's been really chill. There hasn't been a whole lot organized recently. A couple of weeks ago, I instituted a project called Project Red Aruba. And what that was, I, I made up the name myself, which is why it's really lame and doesn't make any sense. No, dude, that's uh, awesome. That's an awesome project name. It's like Red Aruba. Yeah. It was like Project Red Aruba. We got to keep this real secret. Oh, Don't yeah. tell anyone. Keep it on the download. It's cool. OPSEC, you know. <laughs> so what I thought to do when we moved to uh, uh, Somalia, I'll call it, uh, I like there are these items on every planet in the game, and they're called customs offices. And basically, they're giant space warehouses that you can ship and put products in and ship them to the planet. And then people on those planets can turn those items into other items, which are then used to make other items and build eventually ships and other things in the game. Uh, long story short, though, if you put up those warehouses, you can tax them and tax the stuff that's going to and from the planets. So I was thinking this to myself... This is a game, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. It is absolutely a game that... Involves taxes. You can't. Come on, Civ has tax taxation as well. So let's not get on our high horse here, Zod. That's true. <laughs> so I thought to myself, self, I want to control every customs Why? office worth controlling <laughs> in this region. And oh no! And did self tell you you were crazy? And yeah. Self told me I was a little bit crazy, and self told me this would cost me about three billion isk to do. And I, which just to give you an idea, yeah, Gomez is, is a little bit shocked there. That's like, uh, gosh, if I had to do the conversion, Plex is at an all-time high now, but I think 1 billion Plex is worth $35, so you can do the math from there. Like $90 of, of not real money, but of Eve money it's spent time. on this project. It's time. It is time. I would absolutely yes. call that real money. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It is, it, is, it is time expended of me going, exactly. I need to rat and to kill NPC pirates to make these this monies for my project. So we ended up instituting the project we got like a good sized group of AIE people out and we downed a bunch of angry Russian mm -hmm. customs offices and it was absolutely glorious because for a period of two weeks we pretty much controlled an entire like small pocket of space we had like the AIU shipping and customs empire and we nice. were just raking in all those taxes <laughs> which was really fantastic there was one even one circumstance where I had to in order to build the customs offices you need like a whole bunch of really complicated materials and I needed a way to ship them in so 
because of how Eve works, in order you have to move everything in Eve from point A to point B, and there are stargates that you have to hop things through, and some players like to sit on those stargates all day and wait for anything to jump through and destroy it. Or set bombs so, on it. Or set bombs on it, or really do any number of really terrible and nasty things. So there was this one pipe that's the only way to get through to like our region of space, and it all there's all there are always people on it. It's what they do. It's how they make money. They are called professional gate campers. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how am I going to get my stuff through here? I need to break and basically mess up this gate camp so they can't kill things that are going through. So I ended up. I was talking with, again, our good friend, Stupid Genius. Who's in the chat room? Hi, Stu. Right. Hi, Stu. He's in the chat room. And um, so I ended up talking with him and he he mentioned the possibility of, well, why don't I lead an alliance fleet and get a ping out that we could break up this gate camp so we can start moving stuff through? And I was like, great, that's a brilliant idea. And he ended up going in. We have our kind of our internal jabber channel, which, by the way, AIE has a jabber channel. It's pretty fantastic. Um, but we also then have kind of our internal jabber channel for the alliance. So he asked a few people, and he ended up getting another guy to lead a fleet, which died terribly. Oh. But it provided enough of a distraction for us to get our stuff through unscathed. Which is sometimes all you can ask for. Yeah. yeah. Really, it's, hey, some people died. We'll we'll get them reimbursed once we get settled into the new area. That looks like that hurt. But, but we really just need to get through this warp gate with our stuff. Right. And then we can yeah. set up on the other side. And, you know, so, yeah, that somehow I shadow puppet mastered... Um, our Poco Empire into existence. You and Stu are not allowed to get together again. It doesn't. You guys are evil. <laughs> we are. You know what? Lank and I are pretty evil too in game. Well, Lank plus Lank's anyone equals one. no. Not a good like, idea. Just pure evil in pony form. <laughs> Ponies. Oh, so we almost I, made it through an episode without saying. Hey, that. he we, said we it, did. not me. I, I, so I brought it up. Yeah, that's that's Lank. You owe me. <laughs> I've been kind of skirting around the big stories yeah. of what, what I've kind of noticed that really been happening. So Eve Online, uh, I've I've mentioned, is a lot about drama. And <laughs> and boy howdy <laughs> Right. And AIE is not necessarily immune to that sort of drama. And I'm not going to go into the whole litany of reasons or the whole story behind it but the brief summary is we had a we had our our corp director our ceo rast who last week friday i received this uh we all received this mystery jabber ping from aie universal and i look at it and it says alia yacht asked latro and i look at it and i see it's from rast and i'm like huh he's usually kind of quiet he doesn't broadcast much i wonder what latro means and i wonder what that's about and then I didn't think anything else of it. Oh and I went, about, I went about my Friday. Saturday, I log into Eve, and and we get you get notifications in your, like, Eve mail inbox. And my, my inbox was flashing, and I was like, oh, hey, a new notification. It's probably something dumb, like they normally are. And Someone I declared war on us. Right, or something that we just get spammed with all the time. So I check my notifications, and I see... 
Rast has resigned from CEO, and as his last action has appointed, it, in this case, it randomly appoints one of the other directors. So in this case, Lank Theris got the lucky job. Kudos, um, Lank. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right at all. <laughs> I checked the corp wallet. And then I saw that 10 billion this was missing. Oh, oh he absconded. <laughs> and that's when I went, okay, I need to contact every single other officer and director right now. Long story short, for reasons that were his own, that had nothing to do with AIE or the corporation. And we'll, we'll talk about this. This I'm getting a little bit of my head on myself, but I'll, I'll advertise it now. We are having a state of the corporation immediately after this podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Invent. We'll go into a little bit. Yep. Invent. So th those of you yes, that in AIE Venture don't don't stay tuned here. Go to AIE Event, yep. and there will be a. The, I'm assuming it's in the Eve channel. We'll have. Yep, a, it'll be in the Eve channel. So the, uh, uh, we want to clarify a little bit. So. Oh, a post yes. was sent out earlier today saying, oh, there's a state of the game going on mm -hmm. uh, without mention of what game that was in. Uh, it, and, yeah. So yeah. some of those things have been clarified, but uh, we just so, want to state it is a state of the game for Eve. Every other AIE thing is fine. There's no yes. crazy stuff happening. There's no coup. No one stole Man, 10 billion World anything. Was fun. So, <laughs> so to dispel any rumors, AIE does not have does have a corporation. It's mm -hmm. in Eve Online. Yes. yes it, it, is. it is not it an is actual universal. corporation. Yes. yes. Like Ferris. <laughs> So, so again, we'll go into the details there, but Rast has left and he may have absconded with a little bit of stuff, which oh, is sweet. kind of part and parcel for Eve Online. Just, <laughs> just, just a little bit. The corporation is fine. Well, you can't um, just but... leave. That's lame. No, you have to yeah, leave that's... with a bang. Like... Oh, yeah. You can't just like my guys. No, no. There was a man from a I'm corporation in Test Alliance that now that I think of it, I can't actually say the name of that corporation on air, but Thank something you. had. <laughs> um, and they had a man, a director. It's probably about as bad as you, you imagine. Uh, they had a man, a director. His name was Isa, And he was well known in the Test Alliance community for making these infographics. And he got really upset with his corporation and stole a bunch of really expensive blueprints and a bunch of money. And he would, again, make these infographics for how to do things for newbies. So his final act as a member of Test Alliance is he made an infographic on how to bleed and steal your corporation dry from oh, the game. Man. Oh. So, the, and, and how to do it with class. Wow. So, like, one of the things is don't so steal, like... So they say thank you at the end of it? I mean... Actually, you know what? With Issa, kind of everyone thought, man, we're all real bummed he's leaving. He was a real neat dude. Why did he have to steal all that stuff? Uh-oh. <laughs> are we still live? Or yes. no? I think someone muted. Okay, I got weird alerts on the uh, the Google Pluses. So, so that's kind of where we're at. Again, Stig has actually stepped in and is now filling the role as CEO. And I am really excited. Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's, he's I don't even play even. I know that was a good choice. Yes, absolutely. He's been, he actually returned briefly before this happened and had been quietly kind of playing. And as soon as I some, like, pushed the summon all directors buttons he he appeared with it and we all kind of were like yeah hey do you want to come back 
And he was like, yeah, absolutely, I'm having a blast. So it's it's actually, it's been real interesting and honestly real fun times too. And that's kind of the personality you have to have going into Eve, is this stuff happens and and it's you just kind of roll with it. And it's it's good and it's fun and it's story that you can always talk about. Remember that time we got robbed? So that well, doesn't really happen in a while very often. I mean, no, we do have a bad. No, we have so many. We'll, we'll safe... steal a few, but not many. But yeah, we have we so don't... many safety guards and stuff in safe uh, in place because it's just an entirely different game, you know. We don't and have spies. Wow. No, we don't have spies. Um, and the or guild is only we? accessible. Gold is only accessible. Gomez is a spy. Paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Um, gold is only accessible through guild bank repairs. So. Oh yeah. So the only people who could probably take it are are above my level. Those even, crazy so. the, the chat room is people. Uh, actually, no, it's, it might actually no. be pre or not Praetorians. Uh, and, yeah, Praetorians, not Centurions. Yeah. Well, yeah. so yeah. when Ferris ever goes money. rogue, yes, we'll know mm. who to blame. Them. But we know where yeah. to find. Yeah. Oh no, it, it actually it. keeps a log. So and so took this, and so that's that's how we know when people are stealing from the guild bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you really need 20 of that glyph? Really? <laughs> I didn't just put that on the auction house. No, I would yeah. never. Just, just so you know, folks, uh, this is an Eve show. But if you do take 20 of something and you only need one and you learn it forever for that character, we see those things. Just just mm-hmm. FYI. Like, <laughs> and you know what? And in Eve, if you're taking stuff from the noob hangar and relisting it on the market... Don't do that. They, that's a, that's, they can that's also a see that. And that's a we good way to get that. blacklisted. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because and I take great joy when I have to blacklist people. It's really fantastic. I get to type up the post and hit enter and it feels great. Yep. So, so it's fun. To be totally fair, uh, there is such a thing as blacklisting. As the test in- alliance, please ignore blacklist. Yeah. It is, again, for people that spy or that do something called AWOCs and go into a corporation and then masquerade as a friendly and ambush other friendlies and shoot blues, That's that that will get you kicked and you will get put on a blacklist so you are not reinvited. Because wow. otherwise it would be, yeah. And otherwise, like, it would because people try to get back in with other characters or just with joining another corp, not even with a different character, and then they try to AWOX again. It it would be chaos if we didn't have a blacklist and make it publicly known that we had a blacklist. Lol, what? Publicly known? You guys like publish it out there? Um, it's I think it's available for pretty much it might be only director levels of corpse, but no, I think blacklist.pleaseignore.com is something anyone can go to. Awesome. <laughs> you might need to be actually. You might need to be a member of Test Alliance and might have to log in through their services. Oh yes, sort of there, there's that, all yeah. sorts of authentication stuff that was there's required to view anything from Test. Think twice about. <laughs> but it is a website that is absolutely known about. And yeah, if, if you're a member of Test and looking to recruit people, that's the first thing I check. I'm like, is this person on the blacklist? Yes. Well, I guess they're not getting in. <laughs> There's one more thing and one more really big news item that was literally just announced five hours ago. Wait, bigger um, than, than Link was temporarily in charge of another guild? <laughs> another guild. Where he has, no, no, no. Like, that, that's not a news item. We've quashed power. that as quickly as possible. Right, yeah. Um, long story short, uh, on I believe it is November 19th, unless it changes, which happens sometimes, EVE Online Rubicon. 
has been announced. It is the Winter Expansion. Bonus points for those of you that know the reference. This is AIE people. This should be really, really obvious. Um, But at the very least, the theme is kind of like the capsuleers of the EVE Online universe are taking on the Empire. Um, and that's kind of the theme that they're surrounding the expansion with. Um, again, I have another link in our internal show notes that we can go ahead and possibly post. I'll leave it up to our esteemed... Just you say, just you know, anything you post in the show notes just gets copied and pasted into the copy actual show notes. So. <laughs> Brilliant. To take it out would take work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not <laughs> editing that. That's not happening. I have to edit the audio. So that's, you know... <laughs> yeah. So, there are a whole host of new features. I won't go over all of them. The big thing that a lot of people are really excited about are really are new ships that are going to be probably really super expensive called Sisters of Eve faction ships. I don't know anything huh. about them because this was literally announced five hours ago, but the Twitters seems to be super excited about them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Twitters excited about it must be good. Well, <laughs> Actually, that's that's true. Uh, <laughs> Twitter's is often excited about a lot of things, all the time. The other kind of the other Looking thing. All talk- the show notes. Oh my god, show notes. Okay. <laughs> the other thing that I kind of caught my eye is they're redoing what's called the certificate system and replacing it with something else entirely. The certificate system is kind of like a really lame version of World of Warcraft achievements. So, like, a really, really lame version of, oh, hey, I have a certificate for training these skills that I can't do anything with and don't give me points. Woo-hoo. Yeah, so, so to, to simplify, it's when you yeah. get four of the a, a, like, really base skill, like, that are all mining-related... You get a, oh, you have the first mining certificate. And when you get the second, like the second one, it's the the second group of four skills that are related. So they're all sort of sequential and they're neat to get. But yeah, they don't really give you anything. So I'm glad they're replacing that system. And yeah, so they're replacing that system with something that's supposed to be a little bit more helpful for even deciding what sort of skills you should train for what ships to get in. Which I think will be I, I think will be really great. I'm curious to hear more on that. And then the other thing that I saw, and and I want to see more details, but I heard that they are implementing giant tractor beams. Like that is the most amazing thing ever. I agree. For anybody with you so not much. watching the video, How is this not in game? For anybody like, not watching the video, yeah. that was that. Five seconds there was totally worth watching. Just... No, I don't think it was. <laughs> I think it was. So, so I, as someone who did a lot of salvaging, tractor beams with extended range and extended acceleration are so awesome. It's like, I want to yeah. sit in this part and make all the crap come to me that I can oh, salvage yeah. for parts and salvage for materials. So having to fly around, it's really annoying. I just want to sit in one place and go click, 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 and then everything gets gets salvaged. So it sounds like giant tractor beams are coming in, and we'll be able to do that. Yes, nice. um, and again, we'll see more details, but I, I saw something about tractor beams and giant ones, and I was like, yeah, that's that's I, that, I want that now. Don't even know what it is, but I want it. Oh, come on, you yes. know what a tractor beam is. Come on, Zod. 
Yes. How, how is that not in game so far? <laughs> no, 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 right. no, there are tractor beams, but tractor beams only go so far and then they sort of end in their usefulness. This is like, hey, that thing's, a you know, 17 clicks away. I want to draw it towards my ship. That is not currently in the game. So I'm guessing that they've upped the range. They've upped the capacity of the they've tractor upped the range. Or I heard it might be maybe even a group thing, like a platform. We'll, we'll have to get more details okay. on how that exactly works. But I just, again, I saw it and I was like, oh, that's a feature that everyone wants. Oh, yeah. I, no, I yes. wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> Everything else, honestly, so every one of these winter expansions introduces hundreds of little changes that I'm not going to bore you with because there are a whole bunch of ship rebalancing changes and whole buckets of stuff that will come along with the expansion. But those are kind of the big highlights that I saw just with these couple hours in. There are undoubtedly a whole lot more details coming. Okay. Awesome. Great. For the record, Link, uh, you deserve that slap that Illusion's about to give you. Yeah, yeah. You see this face? You guys see this face? I this saw that face. face. I'm like, oh, Illusion read oh, that. Oh, man. That's our show for this evening. We want to thank Hoots for joining us. Thank you very much for uh, for chatting with us. Next week, yeah, we'll no, be talking to Max, about, uh, or Max from SWOTOR. Uh, Hoots, is there anything else you wanted to mention, like a podcast or where people can find you or any of that sort of stuff? So, if you like hearing me talk, and if you like hearing Stupid Genius talk, or Lank Theris, or a guy named Veil Geek, all of whom have been on the podcast. Capstable. <laughs> dot net. Capstable, the, the Capstable podcast. It's, we yeah. do it, we try to do it weekly. Uh, I should be recording another session, hopefully tomorrow or Saturday, and getting that up on the feed. Uh, go ahead and check it out. Otherwise, I can be followed at AIE Hoots. Cool. Awesome. So stay tuned. We've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming up, including Ask Miss Mulgra, Azeroth Archives, Hailing Frequencies, Overly Dramatic News, and other much lesser known Shaws of Pandaria. But first, if you need to reach us, we can be found everywhere. Everywhere. All the things. Our email is podcast at AIE-guild.org. Our Twitter is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at show not found. Accuzad is at Accuzad, and I am at Aludra underscore AIE. Hoots can be found at AIE Hoots. Yay! We record with live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and you can join the chat room and play along with us, or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. You can follow him on Twitter at Keys with Soul, or visit his website. Keyswithsoul.com. Thramka and welcome to Ask Miss Melgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is. Now that Brewfest is here, what is the best bargain for my prize tokens? Brewfest is a good time to sample the best of Azeroth's brews and sausages, all conveniently located outside Orgrimmar. It is a festive time where you can play games, ride on a racing ram, and enjoy the company of many good friends. I recommend purchasing a purple Brewfest hat. 
it doesn't cost much and can make you look epic. Just steer clear of any shysters selling Belby's eyesight-enhancing romance goggles. It turns out that these goggles do not reveal hidden gnomes. They only make other beings look like gnomes. Ahem. Uh, I would also like to apologize to High Chieftain Bane for trying to put him in a custard. I am Miss Mulgrath, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgrath on Twitter, or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgrath.com. Welcome back to the Azeroth Archives. I am Vikshorkas, Dranai Paladin and Lore Master of the Archives. Last time I told of how Deathwing's betrayal dealt a blow to the efforts of Azeroth's inhabitants to ward off the invading demons of the Burning Legion. As the Night Elf forces regrouped and the Archdruid Malfurion Stormrage planned to destroy the Well of Eternity, thereby disrupting the Legion's link to Azeroth, he was betrayed by his own brother, Illidan Stormrage, who had become addicted to the Well's arcane power along with Queen Ashara and her Highborn, deserted and warned Ashara of Malfurion's schemes. Malfurion led his forces on one final assault of Ashara's temple and the Well of Eternity. The Highborn and the Legion were ready, and the ensuing bloody battle destabilized the magic that held open the Legion's portal through the Well. The portal collapsed and the Well detonated, splitting Azroth's one continent into many and blackening the skies. The Well became the maelstrom at the center of the Great Sea. This was the first cataclysm, the Great Sundering, and although the Burning Legion's invasion was foiled, a heavy price was paid, and those who survived were tasked with rebuilding their world. Araristus will return next week. Until then, may the light embrace you. Follow at Azeroth Archives on Twitter, or listen to past episodes at azeroth-archives.tumblr.com. Hi, this is Captain Hunter from AIA and Star Trek Online, and hailing frequencies are open. The Crystalline Entity is back. Yes, from now until Thursday, October 17th, uh, around 10 o'clock, the Crystalline Entity will be available in the game again. Once again, if you collect Crystal Shards, about one every 20 hours or so, it's a 20-hour timer, uh, if you collect 14 Shards, you can complete the new Event Reputation Project and get 50,000 Dalithi more. 500 fleet marks, and 250 marks of your choice, either fleet, omega, romulan, that sort of thing. And, in addition this year, a very rare gravimetric scientist duty officer. And as a bonus, once you've completed the main reputation project, you can still hand in one shard daily, and completing this will earn you 2,000 daily more, 50 fleet marks, and 35 marks of your choice. Now, stay alert, because the crystalline entity has a few new tricks up their sleeve. In addition, you can also get an IDIC Tribble, which is now available in the C store for purchase. Using the IDIC Tribble grants you a particular buff depending upon your career choice. Tactical gets a 2.5% damage increase, Engineer gets a plus 2.5 damage resistance rating, and Science gets a 0.2 health regen. 
In addition to the above buffs, if you have all three of the profession-specific ones stacking on you, you get an additional 2.5 damage, 2.5 resistance rating, and two additional health across your character. So if you're teamed with characters from the multiple professions using ID IC Triple, you can stack them all during your ground-based combat and get the buffs across the board. This is Captain Hunter signing off, and I will see you around the spaceways. Cheating scandal rocks Pandaren Racing World. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. The sport of cloud serpent racing has had a checkered history. It got its start when Pandaren brewers used serpents to carry their illicitly brewed beer to Half Hill while avoiding Mogu police patrols. Since then, the Pandaren Association of Cloud Serpent Aerial Racing, or PAXAR, has worked hard to build the sport's fan base. But all that effort appears now to be in jeopardy as one of the top teams has been caught throwing a race. In the final lap of last Sunday's Storm Stout 500, Gao Windrider appeared to have the victory in hand, when suddenly a racer from the Cobra Fly team, Yoon Swift Snake, deliberately spun out his serpent as Gao lapped him, causing a massive pileup that cost Gao the race and his spot in the upcoming chase for the Jade Cup race series. When it was discovered that Yoon had been ordered to take Gao out, some fans were not surprised. They remember that the owner of the Cobra team was implicated in the infamous Sweep the Leg incident at a Temple of the White Tiger martial arts event decades ago. But this time he paid a heavy price. Paxar has fined the team one million gold pieces and disqualified all their riders from the chase. As for Swift Snake, he will be required to spend the entire off-season cleaning up young cloud serpent manure. And to shame him even further, his Serpent's Familiar 15 will be replaced with something new, number two. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Greetings. This is Rastlin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Pity. This fight is actually quite easy, almost trivial, since this Shah possesses no powerful attack abilities, is incapable of moving out of the way of spells cast at it, and has a dismal amount of health. However, right before defeating this Shah, the adventurers look into its eyes and realize what an absolutely horrible life it has had, and leave it with its last single remaining health point, thus sparing its woeful life. The party, however, does take the loot. They're not stupid. They do feel a little bit bad about it afterwards, though. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid run, already in progress. And until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. And this is Accuzon. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!